Welcome to Ono, oh Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher. And who are you? Oh, I'm Travis McElroy. Travis oh McElroy! So we said in the last episode that we were going to have a very special guest. And it was me. And it's me. And we let you down. Max oh, von Russell. Oh, Carrie. Just kidding. You know him. Such a kidder. From my brother, my brother, and me. You know him from Schmanners. You know him from trends like these. these. You know him from the, the adventure zone. zone. <laughs> the denture zone. The, the denture zone. zone. <laughs> That's what we're working towards. In, in a few years, it'll be the denture zone. And from his Doctor Who watching podcast. Called Run. 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 Run a Doctor Who fan cast is the whole title. Okay. Well, it's perfect because you uh, ran yeah. today. Yeah. Mm. And Run. Spoiler alert. Didn't like it. <laughs> but to be fair, that's also a little bit true just of running. But we'll talk more about that. That was a great transition. So today we are talking about the Elevation Training Mask. Yes. 2.0. I'm is, holding it up for everyone to see. Is the one that we had. Can I try to describe it to people? Because like I, yes. it, it reminds me very much of like a respirator that you would maybe buy at Home Depot if you're going to do some spray painting or mm-hmm. work with like, I don't know, asbestos yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. But it's the kind of fabric you would have on like a knee brace. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or, or totally. like the iPhone holder that you put around your arm while you go running. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's got Velcro on it like that. But this is to have it, you know, be a face hugger. Hold on to yes. your head. So you can breathe through it. And the premise is that it makes it harder to breathe while you go running or do other exercise. (laughs) You know, when you're running, you're like, I wish I had less air. (laughs) Yeah. If anything could make this run better, it would be not being able to breathe so well. Okay. Here's why it's a weird concept to me on a much larger scale. I think there are two types of people who exercise. There are people who exercise because they love it. Uh-huh. Right, and That's it's like Ross. their thing. It's like a hobby oh, for them. Oh, no? Put, no, oh, okay. I'm not in that category. And then there's the people who are the type of person who exercises because they feel they need to, they okay, want to, me. but they don't like like it. Yeah. And that is me as well. Like okay. when I exercise, I feel like I deserve cheesecake afterwards as a reward, <laughs> you know? <laughs> totally. And so like <laughs> what's interesting about this to me is this makes sense for somebody who's like, I love how hard it is uh-huh. versus like this being for somebody for like, if it was any harder than this, the threshold would be a centimeter too high for me to get over. Mm. Yes, yes. Okay. Renee Colbert of Can I Pet Your Dog is a personal trainer. And I told her I want her to be mine because I feel like she would be the person who would do what I need in personal training, which is like, I want to do one sit up and have someone be like, wow. You did. You know, if we she, stopped here, that would be okay. She was my personal trainer for a while. Was ah. actually an inter- there was a time period when I lived here in LA where I would run like on a treadmill two miles and like that. And I really loved it. I got down to like a, a one time, one time, like a seven and a half minute oh, mile. And I was like really great. excited about it. Yeah, yeah. And then I felt like I had one running and I never did it anymore. Yeah. But like Renee was my trainer during that. And she and was incredibly positive. See, yeah, that's what like I, I would want. take pictures okay. of like the screen of the treadmill and send it to her, and it would just be like a thousand exclamation points after that. Like, you did it! <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. All right, I guess I would be somewhere between those first two categories, but I've never gotten what people call the runner's high. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, where you're like, oh man, I just you know endorphins flowing, whatever it is, I could just do this forever. I've seen those people. Uh-huh. I recognize what they look like, but I can't do that. <laughs> but I've been a runner since high school. I did cross country, and it's just and it's, you've never gotten it. I figured every. Everybody who ran more than a couple miles could get a runner's high. Nope. 
Huh. Yeah. Okay. Talk about this in a second. I hate running outdoors and I love running on a treadmill. Whoa. Yeah. I am uh, the opposite. Well, there's a couple reasons. One, like I love data. I uh-huh. love oh, yeah, like, yeah. measuring. So seeing numbers tick up while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I also, because I'm a huge dork, love math. And uh-huh. so I love doing averages. You've come to the right place. Yeah. I love doing averages in my head of like, okay, how many yes. miles per uh-huh. hour do I have to yes. run? Okay. Well, if I drop this down to 3.5 and do that for a little while and then bump it up to 5.5, how long? and like that helps me distract myself while I'm running. And also because the belt is moving, it kind of takes a little bit of control away from me saying like, but I don't want to do this. And it's like, oh, okay, but right. you have to. Oh, yes, right. Yes. Or you're going to fall flat on your fall. face and hurt right. yourself. Yeah, that's true. Because sometimes when I'm jogging, that's I'll just point. stop. Yeah. So I'm not like I'm tired. It's just like, oh, slow mm-hmm. down. Look at this. Right. Oh, wait, I was running. I'm with you on the mental math thing. Like I remember even back in 1999, you know, running cross country. I would have the stopwatch and I'd say, okay, we just hit the one mile mark. Okay, so that means I'm going this fast. Okay, and then I'd like calculate in my head. That means I'm running this long per mile, so I should expect to hit the second mile. Then my brain would be so busy mm-hmm. doing all of that stuff, I would have already hit right. the second mile. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I still run regularly and I was very interested to see what this mask would do. But just to spell out the premise of the mask, the idea is that by restricting your oxygen intake, the reason they call it the elevation trainer is that it's just like running at higher elevations and it'll train you to work and do more the same amount with less oxygen. Because at a higher elevation, further from sea level, the uh, air is thinner. And so uh, then if you do happen to run at higher elevations, or let's say if you run at a normal, you know, standard temperature and pressure by the ocean or whatever, then you'll have the same amount or more energy rather. So on their website, they have this whole, the science section. And it says that it improves RCT. That's respiratory compensation threshold. The boundary between your high intensity. Ross Carey Travis. <gasps> what? what? It does improve RCT. Whoa. Oh my God. Okay. That kind of proved it right there. Yeah, there it is. All well, right. Well, that does it for another episode. That was- <laughs> that's a big check mark on this one. <laughs> Everybody, please go buy Training Mask 2.0. So, oh, wait, I have a very important question that yes. I hadn't asked it for now. How much does it cost? That is a very good question. Okay, wait, let's look at 2.0 here. No, we should say we got ours for free from a listener. Yes. Whose uh, name is? Colin Shelton. Thank you, Colin. Very generously on uh, Valentine's emailed us. That wasn't ah. the generous part, but he offered to give us his training mask because he'd tried it out. He'd read all the science on the site and thought, yeah, this sounds plausible. And mm-hmm. I think it does, like on the surface of it. Yeah. Okay. Restrict your oxygen, forces you to work harder. You build up your respiratory muscles. Cool. So he'd bought this and then he tried it and it was miserable and he didn't like it. And then he read up on it and he's like, I don't want this. Maybe Ross and Carrie can try it. Oh, perfect. You could be the owner of this fine thing. Well, actually, if you really want it, we'll let you walk away with it today. I'm good. But uh, (laughs) $69.99. Oh! $69.99. Sixty nine, nice. AKA $70. When when yeah. I see things like that, I don't call them sixty nine ninety nine. That's uh-huh. $70. My wife and I, I go back and forth. I will them. say, I had a number in my head that I was like, if it's above this, I think it's overpriced. Oh, what was and, it? And I had 75 in my head. Oh, right? okay. It's be, under. The, they yeah, probably under. focus grouped it. Right. Uh-huh. And all of you said that. And they're like, well, let's price it. Now, let me say overpriced sounds weird because that's not like, you get $70 worth of a thing. No, but more, I was just thinking like, 
what number do I think that they are price gouging like Mm -hmm. on purpose of just like, we know this is nothing and it's $150. Right. We're looking at maybe $5 worth of manufacturing here. $5 to $10. Listen, it's good quality material. That's one of the things. It's like, I'm totally, I'm totally just making that up. That could be totally wrong, but that's my rough guess. But I, but I, I mean, but you're paying for the science, but it Mm -hmm. is interesting to me because it does remind me of like the respirator mask that I talked about, but like, Durable and like as far as construction goes, yeah, uh-huh. compared and, to your other elements. All right, so masks. here, hand it over. I'll show you kind of what it does. I don't think either of you have tried this yet, but you can then pull off these little okay. valves. So Travis already described it. It's got three valves in front. One you can't do anything with. That's just kind of your main intake valve in the center. Uh, look, and we have all these replacement valves. Then there's two flanking it. Uh, one on each side. So it side. really looks like a gas mask to yeah. me. Okay, wait till I show you Elevation Training Mask 1.0, the Which original. Looks even more like a gas oh mask. Oh my God. It is a gas oh, mask. Yeah. It's like empty child. Oh boy. Speaking of Doctor Who. Like yeah, World War One. I, I am coming to get E.T. mask. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, that okay. thing's kind of scary looking. Yeah. And there is a Training Mask 3.0. Wait, let me pull that up. It comes in like color variants. Oh, three point boy! Silver, okay. silver gold, gold, and platinum. I will say, what three looks more like to me is like those cold weather masks you get. It kind of dips under your eyes and goes up over your nose, like a balaclava. Yes. Okay. Oh wait, okay, that's like some special edition one I just showed you. Oh, here we here we go. Here's three point Ah, yes. Yeah, that that's, that looks straight up like Bane. That's what I saw before. Yeah, so that is the obvious comparison. Every time you wear this mask, you're going to have a conversation about Bane. So I read that on a couple sites as I was looking this up. What is Bane? <laughs> what is Bane? Oh, I am Bane, Batman. Batman. I was born in the dark. Well, you sorry, never Sean know um, where. The- <laughs> yeah, it sounds a lot like Deckard Cain from Diablo. You have quite a treasure there in that horizon. <laughs> Recube. It's really good. Um, Bane is the bad guy from the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, oh, okay. he was in the comic series, but he's wearing this. Uh, just imagine, sort of like a metal grill in the middle of this. Oh right, okay. I feel like I've seen it. That. Lo- it looks Tom like a Hardy. voice changer. Like it looks like right. you're wearing a voice changer. Okay, okay. So you wear this, and people are like, "Oh my god, you look like Bane." Yeah. Right. Oh uh, yeah. The first time it also kind of looks like you're wearing an athletic cup on your face. <laughs> it does. It definitely a jock does. Strip. It might double as that with this. Nice rubber grommeting. And Travis and I wore this in Hollywood, a high crime area. And I felt like I was asking for it. Yeah, asking to be shot. Yeah, yeah, by police. Listen, it it is a black mask that is covers your like three quarters of your face. It does very much look like I'm covering my face intentionally because it's not normal. Look look at this guy on this Amazon page. Oh man, that's what I'm saying. He's kind of giving a menacing look too. Exactly, he's like trying to look scary. Like I want to harm you. Kind of half hockey mask, half Bane, half. uh, That's the thing is everybody I passed as I like ran around, and I realized like. Yeah, you have no point of reference for this. Yes. Like right. you're looking, at, they're not like, oh, it's probably one of those elevation training <laughs> yeah. Right. I am the odd thing in your environment that you need to look at more closely right. to evaluate whether it's a threat or not. This yeah. is not a weird thing you don't know about. This is a weird thing I'm doing. I was acutely aware of that every time I went running with it because, yes. you know, I'm always making eye contact with other people and nodding and smiling. But now I just realized like, I'm the weird thing that you need to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't see my Especially, smile. I will also say I'm running around in very right. <laughs> white like pineapple jogging pants yeah 
and like my purple hair. You are and a it's mystery. Like, what is going yeah. on? Who is that? This guy that with the tattoos. <laughs> What's going on with this guy? And why does he love pineapple so much? <laughs> uh, that was constantly going through my head. So I'm trying to give everyone the nod. And some people are still just looking at me quizzically. Others are you know, Another reason back. I think I would have felt different about this on a treadmill. If I was just like inside, yeah. well, because that's another reason I really like the treadmill. You can uh, this, wear your mask. Hi, this is for treadmills. I can wear my mask, whatever mask it may be. Maybe uh-huh. a sleep mask. I don't know. I have a TV in front of my treadmill at home, and so I put it on TV and I just watch And you TV. could do yeah. it there. No totally. one judges I you. I separate my brain from my body, and it's just like, okay, I'm doing this and all that. But when I'm out in the world, I have to be present. One, so I don't trip and fall over anything. Right. Another reason I like treadmill. Mm-hmm. But also because it's just like, I don't want to get hit by a car. I don't want to run into anybody. At one point, I like specifically ran across the street, ran down that side of the street and crossed back because there were like other human beings. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want you to I see don't want to scare you. <laughs> yeah. So as I was running every door, I was like, oh, I'm about to startle someone. They're going to come out of that door <laughs> and I'm going to startle them. And it only happened maybe twice. But you just start to feel like you are the villain in a movie. Like I wanted to be wearing a t-shirt that just said like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I ran once at maybe two in the morning and there was nobody out. I was like, oh, I like this. I don't have to think about it as much. It was also cooler than, yeah. than when you were both running out during the day. That's a, oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> I've hidden the bombs under the stadium. It's about morality. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Travis has put on the mask. Hi, yeah. So this is another thing I really wanted to highlight. This is another, as I'm running around, we're talking about like nodding at people. I can't be like, hi, neighbor. Like, <laughs> right. Ugh. And like, my way of signaling to people that I'm harmless is smiling. Yeah, that right. covers your smile. My first time running with this was on a Saturday morning. We have a run group at work and we were meeting up to go do a, a six mile run or something. So I meet up and I said, hey, guys, I'm going to be trying this out. And they most of them knew about the podcast. As soon as I put it on, Nicole, one of my friends, she said, oh, I've seen this all the time at the gym. It's always guys uh, uh-huh. wear this. She's like, yeah, no, I've never seen a woman wear this. And they're doing all kinds of things, weight training. They're on the treadmills and they're restricting their oxygen. See, we were talking about this a little bit beforehand, and I don't know the science of it. I know just a tiny itsy bit about psychology. And I think that there is probably a mindset that goes with something like this, because you see it a lot where like people will make something harder on themselves thinking that if it is harder, it must be better. For them. Yes. Like that the harder this is, the more resistance there is. I'm going to the put better it must be weights on my ankles. Right. Now I'm going to run. Right. That, and that actually makes more sense, I think. Than, uh, but like, I think that that's a false equivalency, though. Of oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. This, so this is harder, so it's better for me. You like, can make something hard for no reason. Yeah, right. Sure. Of like this. Oh, yeah. It might even be making it more difficult. Like, I'm going to teach this child to write, but I'm going to give them the heaviest fucking pen. Right. <laughs> well, it's, it yeah, that is think, tangential well, that to what you're trying to <laughs> yeah. accomplish. It makes me think about like cleanse diets and stuff. Oh, because this is really challenging. Mm-hmm. Careful which way you put that back on. Because, yeah, if you put it the other way, that makes the elevation even higher. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. One oh, of the, I think one of the valves. It's just an interesting off. thing of like, this is harder, so it's better. Right. Yeah. I don't know about it. It's almost the same psychology, too. And I, I feel there's a lot of correlation here with taking a medication and saying, oh, well, this is what they prescribed me, but I want more of this. So I'm going to double right. it. Uh, where uh-huh. where you could be really be hurting yourself mm-hmm. with that. And Travis mentioned sleep apnea. There's actually a warning in here that don't wear it too much. You will give yourself sleep apnea. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie's it's, got the manual from inside. Use with caution. It might be that you can't sleep with it. My sister said that she also saw people running around outside with it all the time. She said, oh, yeah, I've seen people running around town. And then she realized, wait, it could have just been the same guy. And I was only focusing on the mask. I really like this warning. Do not ram, spear, butt, strike, assault, <laughs> or attack anyone or anything while wearing your mask. You know what? Actually, don't do that anytime. Yeah, if you have yeah. to warn people not to do illegal things <laughs> while wearing your product, it does make you wonder. Oh, yeah. And it does say facial hair will interfere with the seal. Use Vaseline on any facial hair to keep it sealed. Mm. I will say I have full but well-trimmed beard. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think it was a problem. It my, definitely my, had an effect on me. My first time out, I had a fair amount of stubble. It was getting near to where you might call it a beard. And it was still forming a good seal and making it hard to breathe. Yeah. And I'm trying to run with my friends and they're asking me questions about the mask. They're having a regular conversation and I'm trying to participate. And that just was not working. I was struggling. I think that I can say that it really does is it thrusts you right into mile five of your run. Normally, Mm. you run for a while and then you get to that part where you're kind of struggling to breathe and you need to really focus. Uh But you start from that standpoint when you've got the mask on. So, yeah, I'm running with them. And it was the same difficulty setting that you just tried it on. Hadn't even questioned that. I just took it out of the box as Colin had sent it to us. So I got maybe a mile into the run. And I said, guys, sorry, I'm going to have to slow down for a bit. Go ahead, do your thing. Mm -hmm. And so then I took it off for a while. And I put it back on for a mile of running uphill. (laughs) And that was torture. When you took it off? Tell me what was it like going from a mile of running with it to then like removing it and just like, <gasps> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's, it's this moment where you nice. come up from underwater and you're like, <gasps> yeah. okay, breathing. Okay. Okay. And then you get back to normal breathing. All right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And this thing gets so sweaty so yeah. fast. Well, it's just so it, so we talked about the material being like a knee brace, but the actual cup that goes over your nose and mouth is just like rubber. Yeah. And I don't know about both of you, but I smelled that rubber intensely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For and I sure. actually don't mind it. I like this. I like like oh. the smell of that kind of oh, so okay. it reminds me of like let me basketball smell it again. like what am i inhaling let me smell this thing that was just likened to a jock okay. strap let me <laughs> yeah right oh yeah you know what it smells like a big five yeah it is shaped what's like a, wait, what's a big five is the, that what it's called? It's a sporting, sporting goods, goods store. store. Oh, okay. It's shaped like a miniaturized urinal. Yeah. It's like you're putting your face in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, no, you know. totally, totally. Uh, but you can switch these valves around. Right, yeah. which I didn't realize at first. So I did this run and on the way back, ran with it some more. But I only did about two and a half miles of running with it the first time because it was tough. Of- I, I'm amazed. Uh, I did one lap around the block. Yeah, and it felt I felt like an two. elephant was sitting on my chest. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I did two laps around the block. I, I run a fair amount, though. I wasn't in the greatest running shape at the time. But so I was struggling with this. So I didn't check, but I went and like I did another three mile run just with the mask. Did okay. But it wasn't until after that I thought, let's take more of the stuff out of the box and read this manual. I'm like, oh, there's different settings. And this is on like the mid-level setting. So that is the 9,000 foot altitude setting by default, at least as Colin sent it to us. But there are these different valves you can add to the outside on those two intakes on the side. And we're not talking high tech here. The valves just have either... One hole, two holes, three holes, four holes, yeah. and that lets in more or less oxygen. Yes. So we had started, all three of us, with the one that only had one hole. Mm-hmm. So then I moved to the two-hole one, mm-hmm. which is the 6,000-foot elevation. That was better. I could feel it had become easier. <laughs> and then I went down to the four-hole, 
that was easier still. And then I worked my way back up. I, I ran five times total with the mask. I meant to add How up. many miles did you run? Hold on. I'm going to figure that out real okay. quick. Okay. Travis and I ran a total of mm, uh, half a mile block. together. Um, let me tell you what the thing I liked least about it was. Okay. I actually, I never felt like I wasn't getting enough oxygen breathing in. Uh-huh. It was when I breathed out. Uh-huh. Felt like I wasn't that deep. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That relieving. Release. I wasn't getting that because I felt like it was all trapped. And then you immediately inhale that like short, sharp inhale yeah. and the mask slaps against your face. Mm-hmm. Very it unpleasant. does also put you in this mindset of how we all breathe all the time. Uh-huh. But now you have to think about it. <laughs> yes. Right. And so right. I realized like I wasn't breathing regularly. I was like thinking like and out and in. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. The- well, I found that it just moved my breathing to my diaphragm. Which, you know, is supposed to legitimately strengthen the muscles in your diaphragm for breathing. Mm-hmm. The question is, is that useful in running? Is that a bottleneck in your running performance? And studies seem to point to no. No. Yeah. Is there any risk of like when you're running with a mask on, breathing in your own CO2 that you're breathing out? And like, Yeah, and I'm thinking that as well. When you're breathing, you're getting a ton of condensation within the mask. Oh, and I checked. I, I ran a little over 17 miles with the mask total. Okay. So Whoa. I've spent some time with it. But after about a mile and a half, you really start to feel all that condensation building up in the I don't know if I could tell the CO2 was building up, but you'd take it off and there'd be all these droplets and all this moisture around that seal. And you'd feel it sort of slipping on your face with the weight of it. And I'd try to tie it tighter on my head to the extent that the Velcro would allow. And I always ended up having to kind of keep some fingers up just to hold it in place. God, it was at that point, just run with your hand over your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, So I I just have a paper bag. I ran a long ways with it and had a variety of reactions, but it does cause you to focus on your breath, which could be good or bad. But I found, at least initially with the higher settings, I was mouth breathing because I'm just trying to. <gasps> yeah, right. Oh, for That's sure. what I was doing. Maybe that was why for me, it, it, I hated it so much. It's like I just <laughs> didn't feel like I was breathing. I mm-hmm. felt like I was working to breathe. Yeah. And I think a lot of it was because yeah. I have the same problem if I do like a scuba mask or something mm-hmm. where it's just like, well, this is different. It's like, no, just breathe normally. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, but I got to do this. <laughs> it's like, no, just you're. You're working now. Stop doing that. Right, right, right. With the more generous four-hole valves, the 3,000-foot altitude setting, I found I was able to do a better job of what is a healthy breathing pattern of in through the nose, out through the mouth, Mm -hmm. in through the nose, and you know, longer exhale, shorter inhale. Uh, So I could do that with that setting. But yeah, when you've got those higher settings, you're struggling to breathe, and you're feeling that little flap, that little valve in there. You're kind of conscious of it resisting the air, and okay, I just, I broke its seal for a second and got some oxygen. Oh, I wasn't really thinking about that so yeah there's the plastic oh you cover, mean yes like I know the membrane yeah yeah but yeah there's also inside of the plastic cover there's this little valve that's made out of like a translucent rubber and if you reverse that around you can shut off the breathing more and get like a 12 <laughs> a twelve thousand foot setting or a sixteen thousand foot setting or whatever it is so yeah you can make this as hard as you want god but why? Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Well, so one of the claims I read was that it would increase your red blood cell count. Mm-hmm. And this seems to be because people... Not true. Right. But yes, that but is the But the argument claim. was that people who live at higher altitudes tend to have a higher your red blood Sherpas cell count. Your Sherpas in the Himalayas, yes. But that doesn't mean that it's because 
uh, they're walking around with less oxygen. It could be any number of things. And they're there all the time. All the time. Yeah, I think all the time is the, the biggest distinction here. Also, the basic premise doesn't work out fully because you're restricting the amount of oxygen that you're receiving, but it's at the same concentration at this altitude. Ah, right. So at being at high oh. elevation, the oxygen is sparse. It's more distributed throughout the air. So it's different. So this yeah. is more like taking smaller breaths of the same air exactly. rather than like... So it's almost like you're saying it doesn't work. <laughs> right, right. I, I don't mean to jump ahead, Ross, but <laughs> no, no. it does kind of sound no, like you're saying... leading you down the primrose path, dude. This probably doesn't work very well. And as you're suggesting, Carrie, the, the people who do have the higher concentration of red blood cells, that's because they live at those higher altitudes. So, All the time. Yeah, and from what I was reading, it makes more sense to restrict your oxygen even while you sleep then do you're it gonna give you yourself sleep apnea yeah. Ross. yeah well also you couldn't pay me enough to lay down with like this over my nose and mouth. <laughs> right right like, and you wouldn't want to wear this while you're sleeping but if you wanted to actually control the pressure of oxygen within an environment you would better do that if you're trying to do like professional training you're a cyclist or something like that all of this would be done under the supervision of a medical professional right? I think don't, maybe don't that, restrict yeah. your breathing at night people <laughs> under <laughs> I my orders like i can't imagine a scenario in which a doctor that i like and respect and trust would look at me and be like well you know what's healthier breathing less <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that just when you put it when i think about it in those terms uh-huh. i'm like yeah you know it's better especially when your body is working hard and you're like exhausting you're burning calories breathe less but if you're trying to become like the sherpas you, you don't just wear this mask for 40 minutes yeah. at a time right. you need to be in an environment where you're training your body to and sometimes that. medical advice is counterintuitive like fasting is good for you mm. but like injecting I, yourself with vaccines is yes. great for you even though for a lot of people that really gets a, an oogie boogie response i wonder mm-hmm. this i was about to make a joke about this and then i thought it's quite possible that this is some kind of weird fad trend that i just don't know about but the idea of like well when you're training you just don't want you don't want to drink water because like <laughs> you want it to be hard oh my god like, there are people <laughs> who do that they call it dry fasting uh, see that yeah what, what is this dry fasting it means you fast including you don't drink water. You don't eat, you don't drink. You are doing nothing for yourself. It's such a bad idea. I'm in a Facebook group of dry fasters and I just try to like (laughs) occasionally interject like, oh, well, where'd you find that out? We were talking recently about what a bad indicator it is to look at our bookshelves Mm because we read some weird shit. But (laughs) I think it's the same with our Facebook groups. Yeah, you know what, Travis? You are so lucky that we asked you to join us on this investigation and not our upcoming urine therapy investigation. Uh Yeah, you know what? I can't even express how lucky I am. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was it Travis who made the... Or was Justin who said he would uh, drink my pee? Oh, that's right. Your brother said he'd drink Ross's pee. (laughs) I love that confused word. How did that come up? (laughs) In private. He was in private. It was on Pitter or Twitter. It was on Twitter. Pitter? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Was that intentional? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. Here's what I will give to its credit, this device thing. Yes. It seems to me like first threshold, first boundary is, does it seem like it's actually doing the thing it says it does, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to like, it's very possible you put that on and you're still breathing. You're like, well, I it feels like I'm breathing normally, oh, but it right. might, when I put that on and it right. feels like it's doing There's like something. a pyramid of 
improbability and that first right. that first mm-hmm. base of the pyramid is is it actually doing something and it passes oh, right. that so test. like homeopathy wouldn't even pass right. that but like if somebody right. said put this piece of paper stick it to your forehead and then you can run better like <laughs> right. I'd be like this doesn't isn't doing anything this doesn't right, feel right. like anything right. but putting this on where it's just like okay this is definitely restricting my breathing yes right. so like right out the box it's doing what it says yeah and so okay. like I could definitely see where somebody will put this on and be like it's working mm-hmm. oh that's a really good point point. and I purposefully ran with it before reading anything about its efficacy and I remember thinking that too like okay well running is already difficult enough for most people most of the time that I wouldn't recommend this for anybody because if your challenge is like, oh, running is too easy for me, you're already at a different <laughs> level. So that was one thing. But I was thinking, okay, well, if someone was trying to prepare for a race where they were going to run at higher altitudes, maybe this would be yeah, a good idea. Totally. Or if they're at that high level of athleticism where they feel they need that extra challenge, sure, maybe this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. But then I read more and realized this is actually quite counterproductive. Yeah, so that's what I was wondering. If you were going to run on Mount Everest, no one runs there. If you were going to run <laughs> on a high mountain that makes sense, would this If you were going to run in Denver. I'm picturing this what this sensical mountain is looking like. Well, you could the Alps. That's like a chain. If you sensible. Put, if you put big boards between them, you could run from peak to peak. <laughs> If you were going to run in Machu Picchu, uh could you train for it with this? Or would it not even help you with that? I mean, you could. uh, (laughs) Okay. Would it help you, though? Like, does it simulate that experience on any level? I don't think in any useful way. Uh I'm going to say no. I could be right. It's not a hard no. Because I was reading up on this, too, and like that seems like kind of a gray area to me. Obviously, it doesn't simulate it completely Mm -hmm. because of what you were saying about the density. Does it make it 10% easier when you get there? 20? Does it have some impact? Because I could imagine if you don't have like very good diaphragmatic breathing, Mm -hmm. this would teach you that. But it's also like if you're a runner, you probably are good at that already. That's the thing. It's like a very much see because just a little bit i ran with it i was Uh like okay well i will say that as far as like exercise for my lungs versus exercise for like my body like if i was Uh trying to strengthen my lungs this is for some god knows what reason but like if i was like because i will say this even if i go on a hike and i'm not running Uh my lungs tend to get feel like the elephant Mm. sitting on my chest a little bit okay it's not asthma just just so nobody at home is like (laughs) At Travis and I, sounds like it's not. But <laughs> what do you get emails about everything you say? No, but it's sometimes like I wasn't trying to be dismissive or rude, but just like if you're trying to be helpful, I'd say like yeah. it's asthma. Like oh, it's right. not. I've talked to a doctor, but it's just like I just don't do a lot of like endurance training, uh-huh. and so I can see very much if you're like, well, I get really tired. I don't want to run for an hour. Uh-huh. I want to run for ten minutes, uh-huh. but I'm trying to strengthen my lungs. My lungs specifically, for some reason. I so, know that that's a really specific right. kind of thing, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm saying like. Yeah, because it, this actually does what it says it does, restrict your airflow. Right. I could see where maybe it would help with that. Even before you said asthma, I was wondering, like, yeah, if you have asthma. Oh, don't use the thing if you have asthma. Lung- well, yeah, so this, these are the two thoughts I had. Okay, well, maybe if your lungs were weak, what would that be? I guess asthma, mm. then you could build them up. And then I was like, I don't want to give this to someone with asthma. No. So yeah. I don't know. And that would assume that the weakness was due to lack of development in those muscles. Right, instead of. It, Whatever actually causes and asthma. As, as which I is what mine, because I was just such an indoor kid for so very, very long mm. that it was just like, like I said, 
this isn't like, wow, every time Travis walks down the street, it's chest. <laughs> this is like if I hike for like 20 miles, by the end, it right. feels like someone is Travis just Travis is okay, me everybody. <laughs> I'm doing fine. But like, I could see if you're like, well, I don't want to go on a 20 mile hike to strengthen them. I want to go right. on a 20 minute walk. I could see where like this might be beneficial. If, in that if you have way? that very specific goal. This yeah. is one of those areas where I think you get the scientific side giving you a counterintuitive input on this issue. And that is that developing those muscles, those diaphragmatic muscles, doesn't help you because then it just diverts energy away from other muscular development that could help you a lot more in mm-hmm. your running right. prowess, your musculoskeletal muscles. And you don't need that extra muscle power to get in the oxygen that you need, at least from my understanding of what I read. Yeah, so that's I'm what no, I read too. That- I'm no expert on this. I, I, I want to make sure that's there, that you know, you should talk to a Sydney McElroy or someone you know, who actually <laughs> knows the wrong McElroy. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I will say, like, I also would worry that something like this, somebody who is like, well, if I'm going to run, I want to do it as best, like the ones that's going to get the best results. And this being a real boundary for somebody starting out who thinks that this is the right way to train. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like, that's always my worry with stuff like this of not the person who's been running for 20 years who's looking to take it to the next level. Yeah. But the person who's like, well, if I'm going to do it, better do it right. Mm -hmm. And they like go on Amazon and search stuff for running. And and I think those are more likely scenarios for this mass that you have people who want to look kind of badass and show oh, yeah, I'm at a really cool advanced level. I'm going to wear this badass mask and Mm -hmm. look like Bane. And I don't recommend it for those people. No. Not a good idea. So I don't run regularly. So it sounds like you're both telling me I should wear this mask every (laughs) time I run. I see. You've been paying attention. Yes. But only if you draw like some teeth on it. So it makes it look like you got like a shark mouth. Great. That would be pretty cool. I think also as far as we're talking about being scary, it is like all black with the white accents. But like. Yeah, you know you what? Can they should get make it like a pink gold. one. You can get it with gold accents. But if that oh, was like, okay. if it was like, a, if I had pineapples on it, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh-huh. Match my pants. Yeah, no, the and SpongeBob would, version. Right. That would honestly look friendlier. Right. For that's sure. what I'm saying. If yeah. it was like a tropical theme, or it's like kind of a tie dye pattern, or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. But as opposed to like, <gasps> or make it like a bird's beak, and you could like <gasps> have different birds. You could have a pigeon. You could have a that's toucan. Fun. Right. And especially with the <laughs> accents, where you could put it like a little nose. I'm picturing the plague mask version now. Oh no. Right, uh, actually, that would kind of rule, but <laughs> for different reasons. If I saw that running down the street, I would kind of freak out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then I would be paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what are you doing? Yeah. Got eyes Here's on the you. thing. As I was running, what I kept thinking was, what if I saw another person running with this? Like, would I be like, would I think, oh, nice, or would I think, is that how I look? And it was the second one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you'd have to be like, whoa, we're buddies now. High five. Yeah. But then, oh no, we're running too fast, and our arms rip off. <laughs> If you do run with it as a guy, I would say that being clean shaven is not the best idea. I tried that once when I ran with it and the sweat built up yeah. much faster. Oh, interesting. And then so you want to be in between? Yeah, a little bit of scruff helps hold on to I it have a little the mask better. Back on. <laughs> I'm sure people didn't? could tell. <laughs> that would be so weird. I wonder what if they were just like, is this how Carrie sounds? It'll per- <laughs> okay. it'll permanently change your voice. Well, that's the thing. Carrie inhaled one of the membrane membrane things and now there's just that's the <laughs> But I think there is a certain amount of like, I would also worry that like that kind of holding moisture against your skin, it doesn't that lead to like rashes and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Probably. I bet it could kick. I mean, I have fairly reactive skin and I didn't notice any buildup of acne or anything, but that's a legitimate concern. I could see that happening. You just reminded me of, you remember Bobby's World? 
that cartoon from back in yes. the day. I don't know if this was apocryphal or not, but I remember hearing that the voice actor for Bobby had this high, kind of funny voice, had choked on cake or something as a kid, and it had sort of permanently changed. What? I thought the voice actor was Howie Mandel. Yeah, I thought oh, the voice it? actor was yeah. Howie Mandel okay. also. Now, I, I'm probably remembering a fake story, and now as I'm saying it, I realize it sounds ridiculous. Okay. So, Wait, okay, disregard that story. I thought that too, and then I thought, wait, maybe Howie's thing was Howie's world. That doesn't make sense. No. There wasn't a Bobby's world in Howie's world. So no, you're right. Howie it Mandel. was it was Howie Mandel. Yeah. Okay. So that story's probably nonsense. But I wonder if anyone else heard that. Oh, yes, he does. Because That's he right. ate too much cake. And <laughs> he ate too much cake, and then he's like, so, ah, I'm so dirty. He well, won't shake your hand. As it's we all know, OCD is caused by eating too much cake. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to Ono, oh Ross, and Carrie, where we only bring you the facts. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got it. I'm going to take this off. Okay. To be honest, I, all I got to say is I can't wait until oh. my next run when I'm not wearing this mask. Yeah, I bet. I bet. That's the thing. It's like I keep thinking, why would I want to do a thing that makes me want to run less? Like, well, that, yeah. might, that well, might be a subtle benefit too if you kind of punish yourself with a mask and say, "Ooh, but then I get to run without the mask." So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But you could also do that by sticking sharp objects in your oh, shoes. Right, or right. just putting the mask right by the door and being like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, as a reminder. Using it. Guys, I got to stop you for a second because I have a very important announcement. Okay. We have a Jumbotron. <gasps> a Jumbotron. I know. And this one is for Megan from Tristan. Happy birthday, Megan. I didn't get you that ghost hunting sweatshirt, but I did get Ross and or Carrie to mispronounce your name. Sorry for being a dick all of the time. I guess we, we pronounced her name Megan before. It's Megan. It's Megan. Or maybe he's just assuming we will mispronounce it. I don't know. Oh, oh, maybe it's actually pronounced Megan, and now we've called her Megan. And and he gave a phonetic guide just so we would screw it up and say it wrong. Well, now we've said it both ways. Yeah, hey, yeah. You know what, Tristan? We figured out your shitty little game, and we worked around it. Just kidding. Thank you so much. And happy birthday. Happy birthday. I love you. So one of the studies that I saw said that when you wear this, you will exercise less and people tend to exercise about 20% less than they would have without the mask. So you probably end up burning fewer calories, getting less. Oh, that's right. You had told me about this tonic article yeah. on this uh, particular device and it said, that's right. Wearing a mask while exercising can reduce performance during a workout by some estimates by 20%. There you go. See, I am Reed. That's the thing is if it makes you want to exercise, it just seems like, listen, I'm going to use this word, you guys, bunk. Whoa. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Bunk McElroy over here. From Buncombe County. I also think there's something that troubles me about this on an emotional level of like what it really seems to me is like performative of Mm -hmm. like, look at this thing I'm Mm -hmm. doing, Mm -hmm. which I just also don't really like that streak in (laughs) people. Like, but it's not a thing I enjoy seeing people do. Uh Like, okay, who are you doing that for? Like, oh my God, people who are running in full sweat gear. Why? Why are you doing that? Like where they'll be wearing like a sweatshirt and sweatpants, like in the heat and running. Well, why? When I to sweat more. Yeah, but that's not that's not helpful to you. When I have gone to the gym, well, maybe they're trying to make weight for uh, middle school wrestling. Oh yeah, okay, all right. I wrestled in middle school. I never had to worry about making weight because I just could eat whatever I wanted. Oh wow, not now. Uh, But it's like when I don't go to the gym now. But when I used to go to the gym, and you would see like people usually dudes like lifting something that was clearly too high and then they would just like drop it and scream when they were done with their <laughs> yes. oh, it's yes. just like okay, <laughs> listen, if you can't put it back 
down softly. <laughs> don't do it's it. It's not for you. That's the thing is if you're screaming and throwing your barbells on the ground, you're not doing this. And you're probably hurting your back. Right. And like, no one's impressed. You're doing it to like look at me. And so like I'd be on the treadmill underneath the like weight floor and just hear like. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? No. Do you go to the YMCA? No, I no. actually go to the JCC now, the oh. Jewish Community Center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know Cincinnati. what JCC means. I go to the YMCA, so we're kind of. I didn't know what JCC meant, so I'm in glad a way, you said that. I'm going to a Christian organization mm-hmm. because of my faith. But it's okay because I'm uh, agnostic, so oh, okay. cool, I'm going because cool. it's close to my house. Oh, I believe in Jesus okay. Christ, our Lord and Savior. Well, all right, you know what? I believe that there is a Lord and Savior out there who mm. may be. No. There was there was this momentary look from both of you, like, and what religious organization? <laughs> Ross. <laughs> well, I go running in my Purif outfit around the Church of oh, Scientology. Right, right. <laughs> uh, all of this isn't true. No, I am agnostic, but like, I, no, yeah, me yeah. too. I mean, who's not? Yeah, right. It's like in this day and age, who's not? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like <laughs> we don't gnostic. We don't. Yeah, we, just we don't, don't do know. It. We don't know. Uh, mm. See what you did there? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so this works for sure, and everyone should go buy yeah. one. Here's the thing. Here's why I asked earlier yeah. about the price. Mm-hmm. Because I had it in my the price. Now that we've spoiled the fact that we didn't like it, I had a price in my head that I think someone would look at this and say. It's not worth trying this based mm-hmm. on that price. That's why I thought 75. So to put it at 70, 70 feels like a price where somebody might look at that and go, I don't know if this is actually a benefit, but I am worried about my health and I am trying to train and 70 bucks seems worth it for that. Mm-hmm. That feels like the right price for someone who doesn't know if it's actually going to do anything. Okay. Whereas if okay. it was like 150 bucks, someone would be like, no. It's not such yeah. a heavy investment that you get the sunk cost fallacy and you can't give it up. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can send it to your favorite podcasters. Right. Let them try it. I wonder, is there any kind of like money back guarantee on oh, it? Oh, yeah, let me check the website. Question. I also feel weird about breathing in rubber mm-hmm. for an hour. I don't know if that's something I should worry I about. I had that same thought. Is that just me being paranoid that yeah. I'm breathing rubber in so heavily? Does that yeah. dissipate over time? Well, I mean, yeah. If, you put something if you're in the atmosphere, smelling something, it, yeah. that means that there are tiny Particulate little molecules mm, making their yeah. way into your body. Yeah. I don't know so. if that's an issue. I, I would hesitate to say it is. But it's definitely not a positive. At best, <laughs> it's a neutral aspect of the mask. Yeah. But it's not like, and here's the thing, it's good for you because you get to breathe in rubber. Right. And, and it guess doesn't what? say on the box, smells like rubber. Smells like rubber. <laughs> Another thing I've noticed, up in the Alps, doesn't smell like rubber. That is true. Yes, touche. I see that there's a testimonial on here from Dr. Rick Katoff II. And we all know the plural of testimonials is data. The elevation training mask will challenge you physically and mentally. Become, yeah, because you look weird. <laughs> become the best athlete that you have always wanted to be. Training mask is a must-have to get the most out of your training. Okay, but here's the thing. I was just thinking, is there a version of this that I would get behind? And then I thought, you know, we're talking about breathing in rubber. And I, when we're here in Los Angeles, and I'm thinking about smog. And I mm-hmm. thought, yeah, how about just like an air purification mask that you run mm. where you're running outside and you're taking these big deep breaths. And there's it's, like essential oils being pumped mm, into it. But more just uh-huh. like I'm not breathing in like smog and, yeah. and stuff oh, as I'm go. running. It's like, 
Yeah, and instead of breathing less, breathe better. Breathe better. Hmm. Breathe more. Yeah, if we mix that with our oxygen bar investigation, we could have a hot new product. Here. I'm, oh, I'm also now realizing, though, in the cycle of life here, I've just described a respirator mask, just like I <laughs> talked about at the beginning. Uh, it's right. like going to Home Depot and buying a respirator mask. Yeah, yeah. That's like when we tried out Soylent and everybody pointed out duly, there are already meal replacement drinks out there it's not like they invented that right but sometimes marketing is important but they also like sort of half claim that you can get all your nutrients from it but then then they like disclaim it all the time speaking of which i have tried soylent 3.0 quite a few times now i bought a bunch of them from a co-worker and pretty good oh okay don't make me fart oh that's good oh my god travis yeah generation one of soylent makes you so farty one time in college my roommate and i brent had bought a bunch of sugar-free candy i can't remember why it was like on sale at a gas station or walgreens or something a bunch of sugar-free candy and like the next day, both of which just could not stop farting. And we found out that there was, <laughs> I, I want to say it was like Zorbitol or something. Xylitol? Maybe, but there was some kind of like additive in it. This is why it's sugar free. And it uh, makes you fart a bunch. Oh, right, right, right. Maybe this training mask is just like Soylent where you need to wait for 3.0. Uh-huh. Should have tried that one. Wait for, th- ah, we'll get them. Hey, we'll come back. We'll do another <laughs> They round. exist. Okay. Do you guys remember Olestra? Oh, yeah. Like one of the side effects was anal leakage. I don't remember Olestra. Oh, okay. Anal leakage. Yeah. They used to use it like in chips a lot. That's, chips. I remember That's a bummer to have to say like in your lays. commercial. May, may cause well, they pain. don't do it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they did. And like, I think the deal was basically you couldn't process the fat. And so then it would just come out your butt. Yeah. It oh. was just like the oil that was in the chips, but like you never, it wasn't soluble or something. And so it's just like the oil just it sat just in your stomach. Come out your yeah. butt. It came not, out your butt. Not ideal. And not like in a good way. Right. Where you like have good anal leakage. Yeah, no, the negative <laughs> anal leakage. Oh, to the question of returns, they do say on their website, in the unlikely situation that you wish to return your goods under the distance selling regulations, we will accept the return of goods sent back to us within 30 days of receipt. Okay. Okay, and so not exactly like a money back satisfaction guaranteed 100 day trial. You know, this <laughs> is, you have a month. A month. A month's pretty. Listen, a month ain't nothing, but Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, and then there's a 20% restocking fee. Here we go with the 20% again. Yeah, it it looks like they're highly discouraging you sending these back. Yeah. I was going to say, restocking fee is. I've worked a lot of retail. I think it's bullshit. Of course it's bullshit. Yeah. Because what? Because you have to take your hand and put it up on the shelf? Especially since something like this, where if somebody's running it and sweat all over it, you better not put that back in a box and sell it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good point. True that. If you visit trainingmass.com, they do have that whole science section. So you can read the various studies and the things that they show. We're not getting too much into that uh, discussion here. But uh, I think a lot of those studies are sort of out of context just slightly. So I think it looks really legitimate on the site when you read through all of these, oh, cool, it improves this, it improves that. But when you look a little farther into it, it's not really helping in the ways it's suggesting it is. Yeah, which kind of comes back to Travis's point that because it does a mechanical thing, Mm -hmm. you can build claims around that, but they might be like far-flung inferences from the actual thing Okay, that's why the 30 days bothers me, right? Because you might put this on and run like twice a week 
three times a week for four weeks and feels like it's doing something. But if you're looking for results, mm-hmm. it's not like you would run one time yes. and be like, okay, well, I'm a superhuman now. Yep. Yeah. Like, because it does do the mechanical job, it says it does. You wouldn't try it the first time and be like, well, this doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, You might just think like, wow, I am not ready to use this. Right. But it works. It's just me that's not working. Right. Yeah, you know, I had a similar thought when we did Purium, which was like a meal replacement weight loss diet plan. And you could return it within 30 days. Mm. But the actual time you were supposed to spend on it was at least 10 days. So you have to find... 10 days that you can only eat this thing like that's hard for most people in their lives it might not be the month after you bought it you've set a hurdle so high that no one's going to have that right alignment of time and trying it out and then yeah. actually get a return on it yep did but it work I did. for you yeah you, you i did it i saw that and i was like okay then i'm using it right away and i did <laughs> and got really sick and sent it back and they did refund it i gotta say i did lose weight on it so it worked for that much three pounds five Six pounds pounds I okay say. see i've already forgotten but that detoxification aspect of it ugh. Yeah, in fact it had ridiculous. lead in it yeah it had a high amount of lead in it huh. so don't give it to your baby well I wasn't yeah, gonna. Probably yeah, don't mix that into the formula. I wasn't pleased. Okay, Travis has a baby. And I'm hey. trying to make her gain weight. You know what I mean? That's like one of my few like jobs as a parent. Is that true? You have I to mean, really focus on. Well, no, I mean, make your baby get a, bigger. A yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I see. Like feed yeah. baby, make feed baby, baby sleep. Yes. Like those okay. are the two. Okay. Got it. Got it. I, I'm not saying like I'm. I'm trying to make that baby fat, but I do need to feed her enough that she continues. Maybe you want her to be a wrestler. I actually do want her to be heavier because she's like one pound too light. She's like 24 pounds right now. Are you ready for this? So much stuff is like 25 pounds. This is my son. When he was a chubby, yeah, oh, he looks like well, the Gerber BB baby. Has exactly. Been, BB was like born small and has always been underweight so as cute. far as like the scale goes, mm-hmm. which is also something's really important to let go of and not worry about percentages because yeah. every baby is different. You know, don't but, like, listen to the scale. Trying to chub her up a little bit so we can put her in like different car seats and that kind of thing. Because ah, right. at a certain point, you can turn the car seat around so that it like faces forward. I will turn this around. Yeah. <laughs> I will turn this car seat around. And like, we really want to do that now instead of having the weird, like I look in my mirror to see her mirror to see her. Whoa. So you have to put like those counter mirrors. Yeah. So in front I'm looking in the rear view mirror and then there's a mirror on the seat back above her. So like when you're coming down. around a blind turn right. and there's like a million mirrors. Yeah. So Whoa. I can, but what that means is like, if we need to hand anything to her, take anything from her, you're like yeah, reaching yeah, yeah, over yeah, yeah, the yeah, back yeah, of the car yeah, yeah. seat instead of just like reaching back to hand something to her. Anyways, I'm so glad you guys have me on here and talk about car seats. <laughs> <laughs> well, Travis, I don't know how often you listen to this fine podcast, but we rate everything at the end. This guy makes five podcasts he doesn't have time to listen to other podcasts and i also have a baby yeah we know how this works bb the baby so i I do listen to your ass okay yeah Yeah. well so we rate it everything at the end and first we rate it on a pseudoscience scale where one is something not at all pseudoscientific so something very scientific like the theory of evolution Uh and then 10 is something very pseudoscientific like your body is entirely made up of goat sperm. Got it. So what would you give the elevation training mask between one and ten? It feels to me kind of like a seven okay. a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. because to me, I don't think it does what it says it does, 
but it does do something. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel like I'm being lied to, like we discussed, like the mechanical sign mm-hmm. of it. Okay, well, this does do something, and I could see a benefit to the thing that it does in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. With that said, the idea of it's a better way to train because it's like training at higher elevations, I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I fully sign on to that. I'll join you at seven. Yeah, I'm going to go six. Uh, yeah, I, I agree that it has like a thing that it does and maybe there is a specific person for whom that thing is useful, but it's not any of us sitting here. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of who I would actually recommend this to. I mean, I might actually take it from you guys and try it out on my treadmill at home. Okay. Sure. Like, yeah. I, I think I might feel very differently. Once again, not that I think it was like, oh, it's like training at higher levels, but it might be like, oh, this is real. When I don't have a long time to run and I'm trying to build like my endurance, maybe this would help, but, but I don't. But it won't. Yeah. I mean, it'll help like your lung capacity slightly, it sounds like, but that's it. But by all means, uh, we invite yeah, you to take but it. Yeah. Okay. Do it anyway. If Do nothing else, I can use it to scare people, you know? <laughs> there you go. Like your baby. Yeah. Yay. She doesn't know fear. She doesn't get scared by anything. <laughs> oh, well, it's absolutely true. Like dogs bark in her face and she oh, just laughs and laughs. That's so oh, great. Yeah, it's she, just part of the world. She doesn't oh. get afraid of anything. Wow. Oh, wonderful. Nice. Well, speaking of fear, what would you give this on a danger rating where one is something not dangerous at all? Like going out for a nice light jog around the block where the air is clear just thought i'd throw that in there that's one and a 10 would be something incredibly dangerous like just wrapping layers of duct tape around your face and going out for a run that way Mm. pretty close to that second one i think like a six Mm. because i could definitely see somebody pushing themselves Mm. and like passing out or like exhausting themselves doing this but it also is like you can stop at any time and remove it at any time and mm-hmm. like yeah yeah that was my first thought you're in that. very control of it and so, but i i mean like you're messing with breathing which i think trumps food and water and <laughs> like breathing is right. in terms of things that'll kill you fastest right yeah, going yeah, without food that'll that'll one. take a, a few days weeks there's something like seven like the rule of sevens like yeah. seven yeah, yeah. S- seven you know what we- will kill you immediately without it though blood Okay, so maybe it's going bleeding out blood. Out it's like it reminds me of that joke. Like, did you know that if you laid out all of your capillaries end to end, you would die? Did I say six? Maybe five? Somewhere in there. I think it's in the middle. That middle range of four to six. Yeah. I'm just like, I definitely think it's messing with your breathing, mm-hmm. but I don't think that this is going to kill everybody who does it. Oh, you know for sure. I mean? Yeah, that would be a ton. I'll, I'll give everybody. it a three because I think like you were saying, people will go out and run with this and then quickly realize either, you know, this just isn't working for me and take it off. And mm-hmm. they can always do that. Or I think the greatest danger would be to someone who really does take it seriously and try to run a lot and, and just kind of develops the wrong ability out yeah. of this. Uh, but even then, I don't think it's going to kill you or maim you or anything like that. Which reminds me, you were saying about earbuds yes if you try to listen to music while you're wearing this thing for me they fell right out actually it was weird it was only my left ear kept rejecting the earbud and these are earbuds i use all the time so it's clearly the mask. left ear lopez yeah the way it fits on your face it has big holes for your ears but the straps go above and below your ear Mm -hmm. and kind of scrunch it up a little bit so boy oh boy my ear would not hold my earbud i have those 
fancy schmancy AirPods, mm-hmm. and nice. I would find I just needed to be very conscientious about how I placed them, especially if I would try to take it off for a moment to oh, wipe yeah. away some of the sweat. I'd have to then put it on and then carefully place the strap so that one was behind the ear on the top, and then the AirPod came out above the lower strap because otherwise they would just immediately fall out. Chaos. Chaos. I, I will say I did a uh, big like over the ear noise canceling headphones oh, right i didn't you have a problem with it at all by there, Dr. Dre. You, there you go that's the way to do it so yeah i was thinking too like a three or a two i don't think it's very dangerous but the warning about sleep apnea does make me think okay like you can do something bad to yourself here mm. And maybe that's the only case in which you do something bad, but I don't know. For the love of all that is good, do not wear this while you sleep. Yeah, definitely don't wear it while you sleep. But I wouldn't be shocked if five years down the road, people who use these all the time have some weird lung thing going on. It Mm. wouldn't shock me. So I'm going to give it a 2.8. Oh, okay. What would you then give it on a creepiness scale where one is something uh, not creepy, but 10 is something incredibly creepy? I'm not going to qualify that. I actually bump it up, not because like it's creepy to me, mm-hmm. but like if I saw someone running around in my yeah. neighborhood in this, yeah, 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 yeah. I would be like, okay, or not even like scary creepy, but just like a creep. Or if I was at the gym and I saw someone <laughs> creeper, this, I'd be like, okay, I get it. <laughs> All right, look oh, at you. Oh yeah, 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 okay. that kind of creep. That's a really good point. I think while wearing it, I was made creepy myself yes. more than any other investigation mm-hmm. has done to me. And I would feel self-conscious when I'd be running past a woman by herself. Yeah. And I'd be, oh my I, God, I, if I saw you running toward me and didn't know you and you were wearing that mask, I would be so free. I felt super uncomfortable. I'd try to like move to the other side of the street and look as unthreatening or friendly as possible. <laughs> You're like, you've got your two thumbs ups going as you, <laughs> as you draw. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I did feel creepy in it. I felt creepy in it too, yeah. What did we you did, give it, Travis? Did you give it a number? Um, So I would say six. Six. Yeah, that feels about right to me, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it, seven. Three, six is... Oh, dang it. It's oh, not oh, creepy six. to me. Uh, yeah, six, six, six. Yeah. <laughs> it's not creepy to me. Like, if I told my family I was doing they'd be like, are you sure? Like, I, I don't think oh, of this right. would be like, we're worried about you. Oh, of course, right. of course. <laughs> like, if you became a pickup artist or right. something. Yeah, okay, six is fair. But I could imagine a pickup artist wearing this. Oh, Dev- oh this? <laughs> well, it's funny you should ask. I'm really? training to... Like- yeah, exactly. Oh, just to look as badass and masculine and as yeah, possible? Yeah, just like, oh, this is just like something I do. It makes breathing harder. Uh, you wouldn't understand it. You know, you could see a <laughs> PUA doing that. <laughs> you like that? Uh, I call it. This might be my funny pickup the way you character. Said it. <laughs> I hang out at the Magic Castle a lot. It's like, no big deal. (laughs) Okay, so what about pocket drainer value? We're one something not very pocket draining. Like uh, you go to Carrie's house. She gives you a free truffle. This Uh just happened. This is a life experience. Yeah, this is good. Um, I'm wondering now if I ate part of the packaging. It looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, And then 10 is something very pocket draining. Like you go to Carrie's house and she says, let me sell you my boyfriend Mm -hmm. for $40,000. You can't Mm -hmm. put a price on Drew. It's true. I'm going to say, I feel bad because I keep saying six. Mm -hmm. It just feels like a six product to me. Mm -hmm. But like, that's the thing is like, like I said, it wasn't more than I thought you were going to say that it was. Mm-hmm. But $70 for a thing that doesn't really do the thing it says it does. Mm-hmm. Like if this is 20 bucks, mm-hmm. I would say a one. Because it's like, you might not use this, but maybe you'll use it in a Halloween costume and it'll uh, be fine. 
but 70 feels like that's not nothing. 70 bucks, you know? Yeah, I, yeah. I will say 3.0 is 80 bucks. Okay, see, that's it's over. Exceeded. And that's there's also little extra things you can buy. So you can buy sleeves that go inside the. There's this interior replaceable sleeve you can get for 3.0. You can buy caps. You can now, if I could buy an accessories case. where I breathed out and it like blew out like party favor, like <laughs> oh yeah, I would. I think then I would use it all the time. Or, anyway. Okay, <laughs> what about those things that people blow at sports events? Vuvuzelas? They're like. Yeah, or what just, if it was, if it was a kazoo, or you don't need to buy one. Every time I breathe that, it was like, there you go. Like, you can okay, just hum. Yeah. Or you just sound like this harmonica man as you run down the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. See, we improved it yeah, already. Ronnie. We've designed four better products in the, in the course <laughs> of this podcast. Well, I'm going to be a little more modest. I think it's like a four. It's not worth it. But I do see like, okay, you know, a lot of design went into this. It doesn't seem cheaply made, as you noted, Travis. So, yeah, I'm going to say yeah, four. Yeah, I'm with you. It doesn't strike me as outlandish. Yeah. So, four sounds good. Cool. Uh, hot drinks rating, Carrie. Thumbs down. <laughs> Thumbs you don't down. get a hot drink alongside this training mask. In fact, I don't think I'd want it. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, not applicable, if, if anything. But yeah, don't drink a hot drink while wearing the yeah, mask. Yeah, through the little holes. Don't <laughs> you do will, it. We will gurgle and spit and die. Yeah, there's your danger rating. Well, that's it for our show. Thank you, Travis. Hi, yeah, Travis, thank for you. Travis, oh, we're tell caught. us how we can hear how much more like from you. Well, so... Four of my shows are on MaximumFun.org. So if you just close your eyes and start like swirling your mouse around and click on something on MaximumFun.org, you have a very good chance of landing on a macro. Are, are you saying that 20% of your podcasts are not on Maximum Fun? That's very true. <laughs> Whoa. Um, well, That's a theme I do a bunch show. of other oh, yeah. weird ones, but... McElroyShows.com is a good place to find like my Twitter and all of our shows and all of our like YouTube things. And like we, we just grouped all of our weird links together in there. So M-C-E-L-R-O-Y shows.com. Yeah, don't accidentally spell it McElroy's with yeah. an A. There's yeah. no A. That's nothing. Mm. There's no nobody. A's. No one's ever uh-huh. had Oh, that. I'm going to buy that though. McElroy'sShow.com. <laughs> Just to confuse everybody. It'll forward to our website. Yeah. Yes. Suck it, McElroy's. That's not very nice. I came on your show. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to do a good job. I'm sorry. I'm doing a bit. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm mean, sorry. Just, I'm trying my hardest here. <laughs> it's my pickup artist character. <laughs> I was just nagging you. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. This episode was edited by Victor Figueroa. Our administrative manager is one Ian Kramer. Maybe you want to see our pictures, our videos. I took a little video of Travis running. You can see that at facebook.com forward slash onrack, O-N-R-A-C. Also check out the Twitter at Ono Podcast. And if you like this and you want more of it, why don't you go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate and become a member right now. And you can go to Greta.com. That's G-R-E-T-T-A dot com. Search for our podcast there and you'll see transcripts. You can read along. This is great for your hard of hearing friends. Exactly. And And remember, remember, do something nice for yourself today. I love it. Oh, good stuff. Every time. Uh, Well, I hope that you're enjoying this podcast you're listening to as much as we are pretending to. But anyway, why not listen to another podcast too? It's called The Flop House. And on our podcast, uh, we have recently watched a movie, often a bad movie. 
and we review it on our podcast, but mainly talk about other stuff and, I don't know, hang out. It's all about hanging out, feeling like you're being with your best friends. Who are your best friends? Us three. Dan McCoy, <laughs> Emmy Award-winning writer for The Daily Show, Stuart Wellington, owner of the best bar in Brooklyn, Hinterlands, and Elliot Kalin, former Emmy-winning head writer for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, former head writer of Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return, uh, so many things. Author of the upcoming children's book, All right, that's Dog. enough. The Elliot's credits just go on and on. Yeah, but if you like the idea of listening to three funny guys talk about bad movies, then why not come over and listen to The Flop House? It's uh, available at MaximumFun.org or wherever fine podcasts are found. So get out of here. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.